skeptical about custom beauty, honestly, y'all, I totally get it. My feed is flooded with customize this and personalize that, all promising, you know, to fix all of our beauty, hair, and skin problems. Truthfully, I was so skeptical when I saw this brand, but I'm a total believer now. When pros says custom, they actually mean it. Their products are no gimmicks, and your formula couldn't exist without you. Each and every bottle of Pro's custom hair care and skin care is made to order and personalized with unique blends of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. And they get personal. Pro's covers everything from your concerns to diet, exercise, and stress levels to uncover what's impacting your hair and skin health. Did you know, for example, that Minneapolis has like weirdly hard water, which apparently was affecting my hair. So like some of the ingredients that they put into my hair care was to like deal with the fact that we have hard water. Wow. I love that. They also asked me things like, you know, because I have had a baby recently, like, am I still breastfeeding? What are my hair goals? And I also really appreciated they asked like, how much effort do you want to put into your hair? Yeah, <laughs> because like I'm at the point, you know, I used to let, yeah, I used to do those, you know, put effort into my appearance, but now it's like, I just want to be able to walk out of the door without feeling self-conscious. Um, I, this is truly such a genuine endorsement. So I've really enjoyed using these products. But don't just take our word for it. In a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised control clinical trial, this is like the gold standard of all of these trials, Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. Try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering our listeners an exclusive trial offer so you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash justbreakup. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash justbreakup for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas, pros.com slash justbreakup. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder. And I'm Sam Blackwell. And today we're going to answer a letter from somebody who loves someone who is learning to love himself. But before mm. we begin, we just want to give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that Sierra and I are not licensed mental health practitioners. Correct. We are not professionals. We are not trained in any of this. So please take our advice as you see fit. We're only here to offer our humble musings. So hopefully shed some understanding and maybe some laughs about the incredibly rewarding, but mostly confusing experience that is love. All right, everyone. Our letter today comes from Confused Muse, whose pronouns are she, her, who is writing from the bottom of a Ben and Jerry's ice cream carton, which is the best place to be. Yo, I just had some like peanut butter Ben and Jerry's ice cream that had like sweet and salty pretzel swirls. Oh yeah, that one's really it. good. Yeah. And the swirls were like legit like salty, but uh -huh. it was like, man, oh my God, it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> 
This has just so become a Ben and Jerry's appreciation podcast. We just talk Man, about our favorite let's flavors. Let's make an ASMR of me eating that <laughs> entire carton. I'm into it. And I think that there are lots of people who on the internet who would also be into that. Oh, good. I'll, I'll send them my feet pictures too while we're at it. Perfect. All right. Muse writes, thank you for all that you are and do. You remind me that life is coming from me instead of trying to fight me. Ha ha. And that I am a being filled with love and light that can spread it to others as we all navigate our crazy journeys. My question for you is possibly one that only I can answer, but I'd greatly appreciate the advice regardless. Am I settling? My partner, Jason, he, him, 24 male, and I, she, her, 24 female, have been in a long-distance relationship for four years, but I'd first like to address the context that got us here. We originally met in 2017 and dated while I, admittedly, was still getting over a very toxic relationship. Realizing I was in a new happy relationship, my ex at the time convinced me that he had changed and would be everything that I needed and more. I hesitated because Jason had treated me well and cared for me in a way that no one had in the past. However, my naive notions about love questioned why that was the case. Weren't we supposed to fight and make up? Wasn't that what couples do? Wasn't he supposed to comment on my flaws so I could change and improve? Why didn't Jason fight with me? Did he not truly love me? This led me to get back with my ex who cheated on me several more times before the heartbreak outweighed my drive to offer any more forgiveness. Don't say anything, Sam. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) I have nothing to say. He's making fun of me because that's what happened to me. Fast forward a year later, Jason and I decided to give it another shot, but since I moved away for work, we decided to try long distance. We visit each other every couple months and FaceTime or text in between that, and it is so loving and safe. The distance helps me to be bold and create community and a new place without leaning on my partner, too. He supported me through some body dysmorphia struggles, which I'm currently in therapy for, and I am in love with the care he puts into understanding my mind, body, and soul. He's also super intelligent, charming, and the most selfless person I know. But that last quality is one that makes me nervous. He's told me that I am his first love, the one that got away before we decided to rekindle this. And he goes above and beyond to make sure that those he cares about feel comfortable in every way, but he doesn't do the same thing for himself. His dad needs some 200 bucks, done. A friend is drunk on the other side of town and can't drive drive home, done. But when it comes to self-care necessities, like remembering to eat, setting boundaries with his time, and setting personal goals, he doesn't have the same motivation. If I tell him, I'd really like you to eat three meals a day and remember to schedule your appointments, he'll do it, no questions asked, and be so excited to call me and tell me. But when I leave him to these pending goals without the motivation to please me or someone he loves, they usually don't get done. He has a rocky relationship with his family and therefore usually only gets support from myself or friends, but I'm worried that this is becoming more of a crutch than an actual help. The way I express my love to those around me is by cooking for them and spending quality time together. So up until this point, I figured I was just being an amazing girlfriend and showing how committed I am. As we celebrate four years together, my family and close friends have chimed in saying he's a great guy and that they know he wouldn't hurt me, but they think I'm settling for someone who is too safe. And Mm. I want to retaliate or build him up to prove them wrong. But now I'm filled with so much confusion. The relationship is so good. The best and healthiest I've ever had. But this, but is it truly healthy if he relies on me for the boost he could be giving himself? I love him so much and it's not like anything major is wrong. He would never cheat on me or disrespect me in any way. He's 
always trying to do better and I can see that he wants to. I just, now I am questioning everything. Is it possible to love someone while they're still trying to love themselves? Am I coping or worse? Am I settling? Thank you for taking the time to read this. And regardless of if it's shared, thank you for building a platform that encourages people to write out and express their most vulnerable questions in a safe environment. Sincerely, Confused Muse. All right, my darling, Confused Muse. Confused Muse. I said it really slow both times because I knew I was going to like it. (laughs) Confused Muse. Uh, Thank you so much for writing and for uh, trusting us with this question. I I have some like weirdly strong defensive feelings about this. <laughs> I love that it. I feel like came out of nowhere <laughs> for me. <laughs> but um but I first just want to say like you have pointed out some really good questions, um really good concerns in this and you've also pointed out the exact same clarity or or direction that I'm going to give you at the end of this letter which is Sam and I can comment on this relationship and your friends and family can comment on this relationship, but the only person who can decide what to do next or if this relationship is safe for you or unsafe or whatever the hell that means is you, you know, these, you know, that you are are the decider of this. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just want to make sure that you feel capable and confident in your own decision-making and that nobody else in this relationship uh, has the inner knowledge, um, and intuition that you have about it right now. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, we are going to give you some advice, some direction, uh, maybe a little bit of ranting, (laughs) like gentle ranting. What's a gentle rant? Like, uh, like, a like a, a pr- I'm, pr- I'm going to prance my opinion all over the place. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know, man. Ah, let's just take, <laughs> let's go to break. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. All right. Y'all know that Sam and I record every single episode of Just Break Up virtually. So I literally see this beautiful person on Zoom like multiple times a week. And every time Sam pops up into Zoom, I comment on their outfit. And I swear, like 99% of the time, I'm like, oh my God, that outfit is so cute. Where did you get it? Sam says quince. You too can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. That's right. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karakal jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Y'all have heard me talk about my leather bag that I use as both a laptop bag and a diaper bag. And I love it because (laughs) (laughs) honestly, it looks really cute in every single circumstance that I use it. 
indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash just break up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash just break up to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash just break up. All right, Head & Heart workers, you know I'm all about tackling our money shame and becoming fiscally empowered, regardless of how much money we make or how much debt we have. I think it's such a crucial step in our own self-acceptance and empowerment. That's why I love that today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. With Rocket Money, you can see all of your subscriptions in one place. And if you see something you don't don't want, you can just cancel it with a tap. You never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled unwanted subscriptions. And listen, we always talk to you about like conflict styles and open and honest communications, but honestly, save your energy and get Rocket Money to cancel those subscriptions for you. <laughs> Stop wasting yeah. you money. You don't need to practice that. Yeah. We don't need to do head and heart work with like customer service representatives. You know what I mean? Like just like... Use the middle person. <laughs> Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. All right, everyone. Welcome back. Um, yeah, Confused Muse. Uh, no wonder you're confused. You have this like great relationship that seems to be going really well for you. That seems fulfilling in lots of good ways. And that also like lets you express love in ways that you like to express love. And then you've got friends be looking at that relationship and being like, this is yeah. not good for you. This is too safe. Um, yeah. Like that's right, confusing. Let me prance my opinion. <laughs> let me... <laughs> I was like trying to withhold because I, I had to do like the little intro and then we had to do a little quick ad break to make that money. You know what I mean? Um, because <laughs> this podcast God. is not free to make. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there are many instances where I believe listening to your friends and loved ones and family, their, their experience of your relationship can be really valuable because mm -hmm. oftentimes those loved ones are capable of saying things to you or observing things that you might not necessarily internalize on your own. Like, you know, it would be absolutely very empowering for you to listen to a loved one if you were being gaslit or if you were being manipulated or abused or anything like that. Like sometimes the, in those situations, a loved one's perspective can be really powerful, right? Mm -hmm. But this letter leaves me being like, who, what, who, what are these <laughs> friends and family? What are they doing? That he's not safe? Like, what do you want to fucking date? Like a, a stunt man? <laughs> like, I don't know what you're looking for in this. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And like, that's no offense to stunt people. Like, yeah, no, you're, you're the safest people out there. <laughs> probably. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because you actually know what the fuck you're doing. Whereas <laughs> us 
schmucks over here don't know what we're doing. <laughs> Apologies to all the stunt men that listen to this yeah. podcast. And stunt people. Stunt <laughs> yes, people. Absolutely. This uh, is a anyway. <laughs> but like, didn't you feel that? Like weren't weren't I was like, uh if I just what are they seeing that we're not seeing in this letter? Like, why are mm-hmm. they saying that? Yeah, no, I mean to give some like empathy or credit maybe to the friends, like, you know, looking at a person in my life who's in a long distance relationship with somebody who, um, you know, like might be like really nice, um, that maybe we don't like quite click with, or we don't know a lot about because he lives so far away. Right. Like I could imagine a place where people like could express some concern about that. Right. Like, and like Sierra said, they're not in your relationship. Uh, they're not seeing the relationship in the way that you're seeing it. And in fact, like the thing that you told us is like your biggest concern is not that he is like too safe for you to be in a relationship with, right? Like you're, you're telling us that your concern is actually that he doesn't really know how to take care of himself and that you might have to like mother him (laughs) into taking care of himself, right? Like that is the concern that you're saying to us. Not that he's too safe. In fact, you're telling us like, he is safe and that is like a good quality about him, right? Like he's safe and he's smart and he's kind and he supports me, right? Like those all seem like really good things. And I don't think that, I think that safety is maybe underrated in a relationship. Like why do we, why do we need relationships that are going to like challenge us? <laughs> like I'm I think that relationships like should be like, from Monday. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, right. What the fuck was I looking for all those years? No, absolutely. Life no is like challenging enough without having Emotional to be in a relationship. Yes. <laughs> Um, you know what? I, let me just say really quickly. I forgot when I was originally going on my original prance, which is the <laughs> rant light. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. that uh, I forgot that they were long distance relationships, so I could see myself on the outside of that relationship, maybe never having having been in a long distance relationship. Yep. And I could see my little judgments like I could see all the work that you have to put in for being in a long distance relationship that long and maybe I'm saying oh you're just staying with him like this is me just trying to embody your friends and family right now maybe they're assuming that you're with him because he's good but not great Mm -hmm. because he's safe in that like you guys have a good relationship but like they don't understand why you're in a long distance relationship that long. But let me just say, as somebody who married somebody that she dated long distance and who has been in multiple fulfilling long distance relationships, despite how many times I was cheated on in them. (laughs) That's a me issue, not a you issue. (laughs) Um, I just want to say that, again, going back to, to the beginning, you know, those people might have those opinions, but they don't have a unique insider knowledge to your relationship they are only commenting on the out what they see from the outside they do not have intimate uh secret knowledge that you don't have access to in fact you are the one with the perspective here you are the one with the intuition you are the one here writing to us about how good this person is right how good this partner is and the concerns that you bring up as sam said are they're valid right you i don't want you to mother your grown male partner right i don't want you to mother your partner um 
but also it just, it, you know, maybe this person is incredibly generous and struggles with codependency and external motivation. Hello, my name is Sierra DeMolder. <laughs> that is exactly who I am, right? Uh-huh. And it's possible for that person to learn in a loving and a supporting, supportive relationship to break that, those those ties of codependency and to learn how to prioritize themselves. And that's not necessarily, that wouldn't necessarily make that person unsafe for you is what I'm trying to say. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe the friends and family are, are commenting from a point, a place of uh, ignorance in terms of they've never been in a long distance relationship and they just see it as all of this work. And they think that you're settling for somebody far away when you could have someone close by. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe yeah, perhaps. that's how, I don't that's know. how I could empathize with that. Yeah. 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 And I think, I think Sierra's absolutely right that like, I think it's important to be looking out for the dynamic that happens in particularly relationships between cis women and cis men that like the men then or the women mother the men, right? Like they have to be the one to do everything. They have to cook everything. Like you please make that appointment. Like please brush your teeth, right? Where it's like, well, what's happening here, right? It's called weaponized incompetence. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Where the, the, the less functioning partner uses that incompetence or the lack of experience or whatever um, to create a power dynamic in which they're always being taken care of. And the ways in which society coddles cis men into like not having to actually do anything. (laughs) Right. Or or taking their emotional prune supplements. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Regardless, uh, I think it's important to be on the lookout for that dynamic because that's a common dynamic. And I certainly, like Sierra said, don't want you to be the mother in this relationship. And you're also telling us that like, it seems like he is competent. He is just not intrinsically motivated, which is like fine, right? And we we think about motivation as like intrinsically, which is that like something within me motivates me to do a thing versus extrinsically motivated, which is that like something outside of me motivates to do a thing. So I may not eat lunch today unless somebody tells me to or reminds me to because I'm just not thinking about it. I don't have like, and both of those types of motivation are, are neither one is better than the other. We have a lot of opinions about which is better than the other in this world that is like super, super capitalistic and, and like bootstrapsy. But it's okay for somebody to be like, oh, I do need someone to remind me to eat three meals. Or it's helpful when somebody asks me to make the appointment because I will not think about it because I'm doing a bunch of other things or whatever it might be. Right. And if you are okay with that role, right, if you are okay with the idea that like cooking for people is a way that I show love, right, or taking care of people is how I show them that I care about them. And it sounds like that works, right? Like, it sounds like that's an okay dynamic for us to have here. If he is somebody that needs a little bit of pushing towards, like, getting things done for himself and you are going to be that person in his life to say, like, how are you taking care of yourself today? I don't care. Like, there are things in my relationship where you could look at them from the outside and be like, that dynamic is unhealthy. But it works in our relationship because we are we are doing it in a way that works for both of us, right? Like, Yep. I, I, I was literally just thinking um, Willow, my wife, is the one who will always pay like our our doctor bills. You know, when you get a copay bill in the mail, yep. and you can pay online or whatever. I will never do that. 
I will accrue fees. Like, that's not for me. I don't know who that's for. I will for. move a state. <laughs> I will move states before I go to an office that I owe money at. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I just, I just am fucking terrible at paying small copay bills. You know what I mean? I'll just never. I'm so bad at that. There's a reason why I had like my license revoked uh, <laughs> 20 years ago when I didn't pay. My fucking All your parking, parking tickets. tickets. Yeah, that's you know real. I mean? <laughs> uh, and and she will just do that. She will. Ju- she just knows that she is more effective at that, and I am ineffective mm-hmm. <laughs> at that. Mm-hmm. And that is. You know, you when you were talking, Sam, I was thinking about all of the ways in in a in a healthy, mutually beneficial relationship, especially when you're settled in. You know, when you've been together for a long time, maybe you're living together or whatever. You really do. You're able to explore those pockets of strengths and weaknesses, not even weaknesses, but like, you know, excuse me, styles, values, and then. And how do you complement each other? How can you, where do you take over where the other person may, maybe will fall back? You know for what sure. I mean? Mm-hmm. Willow is so good at keeping our kitchen clean. You know, I cook for us every night and then she cleans it. And I would just, I would just never be that person. My kitchen would never be as clean as she would keep it. And it's so nice, but she also will literally fucking never dust our house. Yeah. <laughs> like she will, she will go years without dusting that's true and that might sound really petty but for me i love to dust i love to do, do a really good dust because then the house sure. actually feels clean mm-hmm. anyway this is getting off track also like as somebody who's really bad at eating lunch <laughs> peter has to help me figure out how to do that <laughs> like, yeah that's so good he helped yeah. come up with the solution that we have so that i will eat lunch because Weaponized otherwise I incompetence, <laughs> you're just taking advantage of what a good sandwich maker he is <laughs> like no we like <sighs> I, My weaponized incompetence is that I'll never pay any bill ever and Willow will that. pay him for me and I just That's never great. fucking have to deal with it. My weaponized <laughs> That's incompetence not what that is, but. is that I have never learned how to put air in my tires because I just don't want yeah, to learn. Cute. <laughs> I don't want to learn. I, sw- I literally, okay, one time I asked somebody to do it for me because I was like, this scares me. It makes me uncomfortable. And then I had to do it a couple weeks later and I was like, oh, this is fine. <laughs> like, but I, did, I was like, I don't know how to do this. I'm a damsel. Can it's you funny, put air like, in my tire? I can like, I can change a tire. Like I can like put a spare tire on, but like, I just like, I don't want to deal with this that. Is, this should be a check and tap. What is, what are what our weaponized? weaponized Absolutely. If I have oh, to like, find a quarter to, to put in the air machine, just kill oh me. Oh my god! I'd rather die. Literally, just kill. <laughs> the other day, uh, we got takeout, which uh, is like a special treat for us. I love that. And I had to. We had just gone for like a little bit of a hike, and Willow was like in a sports bra, so I had to go in and pick it up. Um. And I ordered it and I went in and picked it up, but I still put Willow's name on the order because it was a, it's like just what I do compulsively Uh because 99% of the time she's the person to go pick it up because I don't like talking to people. I don't like talking to strangers. I'm absolutely with you on that. (laughs) I will drive Peter to the place and he can go get it. She's like, why'd you do that? It's so cute. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, because I just assumed you would be going to get it. But listen, because I hate it. She won't bring you a towel, so there's no. What? A, oh my god, I have a new one. I have to. I gotta remember. She literally was like, "Is this gonna be on the podcast? Are you gonna Are you gonna fucking talk about this on the podcast?" And I can't remember right now, and it's killing me. But it's like the towel. It's just, something like that. I can't remember it. Oh god, I can't remember it. Peter and I were at a cabin recently, and I I put one towel in our bag because I didn't know if Peter was gonna go swimming or not, and I immediately went upstairs and was like, "Do you need a towel?" <laughs> 
good. I'm glad that you you learned from the deepest wound of my life. <laughs> and, and if you don't I know what Sam's talking about, that. you got to listen back like 300 episodes to that I would inside not have story. Done that. I would have just been like, oh, he'll figure out Let, if yeah, he needs a towel yeah, or not. And you would have been a sociopathic, been narcissistic not. partner. Just kidding. <laughs> We are so off topic. You know, when that episode aired, <laughs> sorry, y'all, this is a stupid story about a fucking towel, but when that air, that, I've been talking about the Facebook group all week this this uh-huh. week, um, but when that episode aired, somebody was like, in light of Sierra's towel story, I have to share this one, and it was something funny about, like, spoons or forks, <laughs> like, that their partner only brought up were one fork, and she's like, did uh, you? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I remember my story. I'm gonna okay. dish it. <laughs> uh, I bought Willow a, a wallet maybe four years ago mm-hmm. for a holiday present, and <laughs> this week, and it was like a really sleek, very like standard wallet. And this week, I opened our like a you know a junk drawer or whatever the drawer that we keep our keys and stuff in, and there was like this little stitched little pouch thing you know mm-hmm. like very very plain hacky sack in 2014 sort of stitched uh-huh. thing and i was like what's this and she goes she looks at me she goes i'm not using the wallet you bought me anymore it's just not me i felt like a bro so i'm gonna use this and i go okay <laughs> okay <laughs> and then and then for like an hour afterwards she was like are you mad at me <laughs> Are you going to talk about this on the podcast? Because I got rid- And then so that I made a big deal of it. I was like, you just, you know, you could have told me that you didn't. We could have returned it four years ago. Like you've been hiding yourself from me this whole time. Yeah. And she's like, are you hurt? And I was like, yes, in that I am irrational. <laughs> but in the rational world, I'm not hurt. But in the irrational world, wildly hurt by this. Yeah, absolutely. The, the tenderest uh, part of you is... Yeah. Deeply hurt oh, I was by tot- it. I was, I was 100% hurt and offended. And then I like accessed my mature part of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, it's just a wallet and it's okay if she yeah, doesn't like totally. it. <laughs> I was like, cool. You want to carry around that like knit sack? Then you can do that. <laughs> this is not surprising to me at all. Knowing what I know no. about Willow. Oh, it's, it was like a very sleek, fashionable wallet. And she was like, I felt like a bro. <laughs> now it's like, it's now it's like a little coin purse. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway. You know, it's funny as I told her I wasn't going to tell people about that. <laughs> of course, of course you were. Double check that one. <laughs> anyway, my darling. Oh my God. We got way, way off, track, off track, but I Sorry feel like we that. have not, we have not, we have not gone off the rails like yeah, that. Yeah, at wow, least it's very like fun. not since like last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can't laugh that hard or else we're going to get another bad review. <laughs> <laughs> Just pulling out all the inside jokes on this episode. Yep. Okay, y'all. Um, okay, back to our darling letter writer. You know what? I just want to reiterate again. Uh, no one else has like a secret knowledge of your relationship. And you, and here's another great piece of advice. You can't make everybody happy. Like Mm. your happiness and your relationship is not there to soothe other people's opinions of that relationship. Right. Um, So if, if you're happy and you feel good about this relationship and you want to keep exploring these um, characteristics that you see in your partner that aren't necessarily flaws, but maybe like make you feel things or mm-hmm. feel second guess or like are concerned for him. Then I would say just just 
remember that you are the, you know, architect of your destiny. You are the the one who has the expertise in this relationship. You know what you're doing and you are the only one um, who can make the, the, these decisions for yourself. Mm, yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Confused Muse. Thank you so much for writing. We love you. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you are interested in more content from us, or if you're interested in ad-free episodes, you can always support us on Patreon. If you support us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month, you'll get an additional bonus weekly episode, as well as access to our episodes without ads. That's patreon.com slash justbreakuppod. You can slide into our DMs, send us your favorite relationship memes, but most importantly, you can submit your questions about all matters of the heart at justbreakuppod.com, which is also where you can find our merchandise. Please remember to like, follow, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review. This literally keeps our mics on and helps us reach more brokenhearted souls who need two random strangers giving them relationship advice. Just Break Up is a production of David Media, original music, recording, editing, producing all magical things by our good friend Spencer Worth Davis. Make sure to check out his music and podcasts. And remember, you do have intuition. You do have inner knowledge, even if it doesn't feel like it, even if you've been taught or conditioned by the world or the people in your life to not listen to that inner voice, you have it, right? And it might take practice getting used to listening to it or exploring it and you might not get it right all of the time but you can decide what's best for you right now and if all else fails just break up 